Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Glamier. Hi, this is Dr. Tavis Samir. I'm a cosmetic dermatologist, owner, and founder of Mir Skin Cosmetic in New York City and star of an Emmy Award-winning Bravo TV show. My podcast is all about great conversations with your favorite celebrities, media personalities, and well-known experts in the worlds of lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. Through their stories, I hope to uplift, inspire, and educate. This is Glamier. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Glamir. Me, Dr. Tavis Samir, and today I've got the majority of the cast members from Bravo's Real Estate Wars, which is on Bravo's finales in a couple of weeks. And we've got we got Drew D'Angelo here. Hi, Drew. Hi. Um, Leo Goldschwartz. Hey, how are you? Spiro Kemble. Hi, Doc. Hi. Um, Elisa Stowell. Hi. Stowell. Stowell. Nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet um, you. We're here in sunny Los Angeles. You guys drove up from Orange County, so thank you for being here. I love LA. You love LA? I love LA. Have GPS. GPS. (laughs) Born in LA, it was great. That's great. It's great to be here. So, one of the first things is like this is different than a lot of the other shows that you see, the million dollar listing kind of shows, because there's two teams. You guys are both competing for real estate in like the very high net worth, very glamorous Orange County area. We have Team McMonagall and Team Relegance. So, irrelevant. Irrelevant. Really? We want to start already, go there. Come on, boys. Keep it nice here. I love it. No, don't keep it nice. Keep going. Minions, okay, McMinions. So wow. I love that two adversaries are in the room together. So we're gonna have fun with this. Um, okay. Let's start with you, Drew, because you're immediately right in front of me. You are in Team McMonagall. You and um, Drew and Leo are both on um, Team McMonagall, and uh, Spiro and Elisa are on Team Relegans. How did you get to the point where you're there on those teams? And I say teams, it's companies, but it feels like you guys are on teams. Well, I think what they needed to do, they're trying to not, first of all, they're trying to be organic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A- and uh, obviously, the McMonagall team is an organic team that has grown from within. Mm-hmm. Our team was more formed for the purpose of the show, even so we all work together mm-hmm. under one umbrella. So Team uh, Relegance was mainly for the purpose of... For the purpose of the show. Yeah. However, it's very organic. Mm-hmm. We are Team Relegance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like any team, we have a lot of friction mm-hmm. and drama. <laughs> and and uh, you can see how organic it is by... Truly seeing that we have conflict. Yeah. You know, unlike the, you know, the McMonobots who operate on the one brain and they had <laughs> last step and they're, you know, they're a team. I mean, they yeah. really operate as yes. a team and they follow each other's lead and they, actually they follow John's lead. Uh-huh. So that's kind of the difference between us. Got it. We're all individual agents. Yeah. So all my deals are my deals. I, yeah. I understand they're your deals. How, they're my deals. They're your de- John well, has not given then me maybe a deal. you should find a new leader because it should, maybe you should call. Oh, yes. Maybe so your should, leader. Maybe we should call He's a world-class agent. He's number one in the world. And we're talking about John. He was. He was. Maybe not today, in your opinion, but you know what? What he's done will never go away. He reached that pinnacle. There's always going to be haters. No. So wait, before we get too far, you're talking about John McMonagall. That's what you guys are talking about. Who is your 
uh, what do I call him? Your he's boss. Your mentor. He's your mentor, your yeah. boss. So he's been in the industry for a very, very long time. Right. He reached like this peak and then he slowly kind of started getting competition, mm-hmm. which is where Team Rollins kind of came in and JoJo from your from your end. Um, but there's a, he's a very controversial person because some have said he has done unethical things to steal clients um, and done unethical things. Do you guys agree? No. no. No? Okay. Well, do Anyone you else? know about what he's done in the past? Or you're just... No. You're just, I'm no. Just, okay. So that's no. the problem. <laughs> Can we take away the Kool-Aid Whenever right now? Whenever you're at the top, someone <laughs> wants to pull you down. Look, and that's I understand. It, it is. Yeah, it is. For sure. You're not there. <laughs> you you want to take them down. You're going to throw whatever mud you can and mm-hmm. see what sticks on the wall. Mm-hmm. Here's the bottom line. And that's line. what they're doing. If you watch the show, that's all they have. Yeah. What mm-hmm. somebody you know? did they? in the past. Who's the team. The team. Well, I would say... Okay, I want Leo. Leo, what were you going to say? Drew. Drew. So Drew. what what somebody does in the past, look, everybody makes mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. That That is no relation to the mm-hmm. relationship that we have with him mm-hmm. and who he is today mm-hmm. and why we are on the team mm-hmm. and the leadership that he gives us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the past is the past, and that's where it, it should stay. You know, mm-hmm. despite if he... He unethically did anything. I don't know. I wasn't there. I can't comment on that. Mm-hmm. What I can comment on is the John that I've known for 20 years um, and five years being in real estate in this facet as mm-hmm. an agent mm-hmm. is starkly different than any story that I've ever heard. You know, there's tons of stuff out there about everybody. You know that, Spiro. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. we all, I mean, there for the grace of God, go I. Yeah. So we all, however, it's a small town. It mm-hmm. is. It is a small and, town. And, some, and John has made, uh, obviously, many, like you said, the higher you fly, the fall, you know, the You're further down target. you, That's you the fall, line. the bigger yeah. target you have in your back. Uh, but realistically, we all know what has happened in the past. And I've known John for 25 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really made all of us better yes. marketing people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't before John, we just kind of threw stuff up against the wall. John made all of us compete harder. John made all of us step up our game. So in that regard, I have a lot of respect for John. But I also know where the bodies are buried and the minefield <laughs> with John that you know that you just have and you can't deny it. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. It's something that was in the past and it might not be now and everybody gets a chance to reinvent mm-hmm. themselves. Reinvent you know, themselves. And yeah. he did a good job with that. Reinventing himself. Reinventing himself. Yeah. We evolved. Yeah. He reinvents himself. Uh-huh. But uh, where he is today, I think he's in a great place he's got a great team mm-hmm. and you know we just have differences mm-hmm. a lot of differences between us it, you know we're not one shop fit all mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of people that might say I don't want anything to do with the likes of John mm-hmm. and other people will say hey they have a great team sure. and he, he you know I like the way right. he handles himself right. so life. Yeah, that's life it's just like the preference life. of the client really so then that's my kind of next follow-up to that you have two different teams two different philosophies two different ways of being selling dealing with your clients what do you think are the biggest differences or between the two teams or, or thought processes uh, between the two I think the structure of the teams you know <laughs> definitely is different like we said with John's team he's kind of the leader whereas we are all equally individual agents that have the so same So you're saying stake. they're not equally an individual? Is that what you're kind of intimidating? I think they're more it's just a different structure of the team. Yeah. The Got it. We, we kind of brand so ourselves within our team as uh-huh. well, and um, I think that's the difference. I think there might be differences also because we're four females. Mm-hmm. 
um, and a half. Um, and then uh, <laughs> and they are for, for guys, yeah. for guys and a girl. <laughs> but I think that that just reflects on how we uh, conduct business with our clients because mm-hmm. I think as a woman, you kind of... Um, are more caring about the individuals and it's not so much about the business and the money, but it is about making those long-term relationships mm-hmm. and nurturing that relationship. Um, and I think that's probably the main difference. And I think Spiro is just in the same boat with the girls. I, I think I one think... of our main differences, I'm 60 now, I'm kind of the old man mm-hmm. in the group. However, at, because, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You do look great. Thank great. you. You know yeah, what? <laughs> I don't do fellows or anything. I don't oh, know. I have, not yet. Yeah, we saw that. We saw okay. an episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my point is at age 16 now, uh, life's too short to just get a listening. And, and uh, uh, sometimes you just have to try to push the envelope. Mm-hmm. But as we'll see with uh, Laganita and with Bayside, sometimes you're better off just stepping away from a listing. Mm-hmm. I would have never taken a listing at 25 at Laganita because mm-hmm. I, it just wasn't even in the cards. And I think you're going to see on the episode mm-hmm. on the finale mm-hmm. that when we come in and give our opinion of value, it it's a huge contradict to what the McMonagall team said it's worth. Got it. So, so, so explain that, in, that transaction with, with that transaction, mm-hmm. you know, and you never really know until you test the market. Mm-hmm. I think we right. all have taken overpriced listing. We all have. So the pricing a, of the place was overpriced in your opinion? Uh, that's putting it Basically mildly. what he's saying is <laughs> yeah. he's a really good armchair, armchair quarterback. No. Oh. What he's saying. What Coming you were, after oh. the fact. Uh, absolutely you know? not. What <laughs> you're were. right. We tested the waters. Uh-huh. It didn't work. That's not we, testing yeah. the water. <laughs> that's just, hey. That's just insanity that, is what you're that's, doing. That's, that's we putting on a bathing suit when you see the high. ice on the water. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's wasting high. a lot okay. of marketing dollars. good. But again. Shrinkage. No. You will see on the episode that at the point when we came in, we felt it just... For instance, when your St. Anne's property was priced really well, yes. I thought you guys did a hell of a job, and obviously Absolutely. it was reflected in the sale. Right, that's right. Lager I sold Nita, that. Thing. I know you did. It's mm-hmm. not about you right now. Come on, <laughs> I sold that. I mean, when you sold it, it was right. priced right. Lager right. Nita, it was worth half of what you guys put it on, and that just doesn't attract real buyers. And I know the seller says, not. I'm not taking a dime under 30. Right. You just chuckle and say, fine, you know what? My favorite saying is, I want to be the first born, mm-hmm. the second husband, and the third listing agent. Nice. <laughs> because at the that second point... second husband? How about the second wife? Well, okay, Same thing. Well, <laughs> but from my perspective, I want to be the second husband. Mm-hmm. Because on the third listing agent, perspective comes mm-hmm. in. And you say, okay, maybe it's not the agent. Maybe it's my expectations. And that's what we do. We have to manage our clients' expectations. Right. So what you had is you had an overpriced uh, or a high, high, high price listing. The buyer was not willing to go down. The seller was not willing to go down. Mm-hmm. And McMonagall took it on. Is that well, what happened? Yeah, I took it on. Um, oh, what happens Leo is took that um, I think at this price point, mm-hmm. as you guys can probably back me up on this, is that the clients a lot of times don't have to sell. No, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and there's a lot of egos. Yeah, and they want what they want. Yeah, and they'll put a number out there, and if someone comes, great. Great. If not, they can someone sit on doesn't, it. You don't, and then like you know, Spiro's right. Sometimes you may have to walk away from certain listings. I've yep. walked away from a lot of listings. Yep. Is that typical um, in in Orange County area where there? I think it's typical everywhere. <sighs> I think it it's just the typical sal- there. No, I don't think so. I think it's just the, the certain sellers in high wealth areas. Yeah, because it is a high wealth area, and you probably have sellers that don't need to sell that no. place. They're no. not short on money or time, so right. they I might think, have these crazy numbers. I think numbers. that's the difference between the teams or the philosophy is that. 
I personally wouldn't want to spend all that marketing money knowing that it's not going to sell. Right. It's great to have a listing and have your sign out there, but at the end of the day, it's a business decision of how much right. money are you going to spend on something you don't, you're never going to sell. Right. Well, there's there's also a different perspective to that too, which is, you know, our brand and the way that we are kind of portrayed and what we do is we set records, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And John's. You know, out of 45 listings that have been on the market that are over $20 million, he's done half of them, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And those numbers may not be right, but put it this way, on the coast of of Orange County, Mm -hmm. he's done a majority of them. Yeah. He has. And he knows the value of that. So he doesn't walk in not knowing it. John is very calculated at what he does. Mm -hmm. And our perspective when we come in and sell something is we know how to build those things Mm because John is a developer. You know, Leo's been around development a lot. I've been around development a lot. We know how to sell value. We know mm-hmm. what it takes to build a property. Mm-hmm. And so we have a fiduciary duty in telling that to the clients that walk through those doors. Got it. And, you know, it's not just, hey, pie in the sky. Mm-hmm. Let's get a $25 million number and hope we hit it. There's there's philosophy to it. So it's a long game. You can sell it. most If it sells, great. But yeah. if it doesn't sell, you reduce the price. Right. And well, maybe, you have to go back and reevaluate the whole thing. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, likely having to change the price. But the market yeah. in this hasn't changed. A $20 million market has not changed. No. The attrition mm-hmm. is very slow. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a four-year sales cycle when mm-hmm. you get to $20 million above. Right. So, so you have to... It takes four years to sell something at $20 million? At 20, it could. Right but now, it, there's it could. enough properties on the market that in order to saturate, uh-huh. to clean up this market, mm-hmm. it'll take four years. So if you want to be one of those sales that's going to come up, you should be within the ballpark. Now, it's not an income property where you guys have to develop and no. we take income expenses, multiply it out, and you get a cap rate. Mm-hmm. It's an emotional yeah, buy. Yeah, it's emotional. Yeah, but you still need to be within the ballpark mm-hmm. of what somebody's willing to pay. And if a comp two doors down was $13 million, mm-hmm. newer home, Bigger lot, mm-hmm. almost similar vaca- uh, location. Distress sale. It doesn't matter. It's still a sale. <laughs> the, you just I, said it. But that's okay, apples so, and animals. So what did you, that's not apples come on, to apples, you can't, man. You can't do oh, that. I think the mean? house is worth anywhere from 13 to 15, but not 30. And, it, and it's condition prior, you're probably yes. right. You but know, you also but have to look at the buyers are now. not, they're savvy. The buyers in Orange County are savvy. They they're know gonna, the comps. They know exactly what's sold on the coast. So they're not going to come in and say, be emotional and say, hey, I love the house. I know it's $10 million overpriced. I'll pay, you know, $5 million more. They're going to pay exactly what the market bears. So Yeah, even even at that high net worth, they're not going to just throw an extra $5 million. No, no. I mean, look, buyers yeah, around the world right difference. now are Good very point. savvy. You know? They have yeah. a lot of information in front of them. They Sometimes they have more than we do. Yeah. But and, the same and, thing uh, with Bayside. Mm-hmm. You guys bought out three point three million. Right. We're down to mm-hmm. two point three million now. That's 2. a third, 9. Huh? Two point uh, four. The last time I, I saw, I never agreed with that pricing. A base site because I know what it takes to build that. So. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, what I'm saying is, at some point, and that's an easier property to defend, Bayside. Right. It's just some people. What I don't like is on the highway. What people like, it's on the highway. Right. And you, know? you can't change right. stuff like you that. No, you can't change the location. 3.3. You can defend 1,100, 1,000 foot. You can't defend you can't La Nina defend at 25 yeah. million. Yeah. So, so what I'm seeing here is a lot of pa- real estate people, people are, are very <clears throat> passionate about pricing and how to market and things of that nature. We saw a lot of that on this show. Yeah. You guys spend a lot of time marketing and really aggressively trying to get your clients in. And a lot of times it overlaps with each other. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Um, what is kind of like the most ruthless things that you guys have done to get clients and maybe at the expense of your 
your adversary friendship? <laughs> that I don't think that. At least for relegancy, we, we have never gone really no. after you, you know, uh, somebody else's We're client. very outspoken who we are. But uh-huh. again, we're not one-stop-fits-all. <laughs> so you know, whoever, Team Relegance has not tried to poach clients from... Well, not poach. I do it openly. I, I wouldn't think. say that. <laughs> I do it openly. There's no poaching. It's, 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 communication communication thing. Thing. it's not yeah. an affair if you disclose it up front. Yeah. You know? I've, I've heard uh, some... Uh, you know, from a birdie uh-huh. that someone on the other team has been texting one of my clients like late at night, early in the morning. Really? To for, meet up. To meet well, up. First of for... all, it's not me because I'm in bed at no, eight. I know it's not you. <laughs> okay. This is true. So that wouldn't so be they're trying to get, it was you. They're no, trying to get you. your client to yeah. be their client. Correct. Well, I think that there's, I mean, I'm not part of it. So at I least know that. For, well, who is? I'm not part of it. But no, I'm not part of it. But I can say, you know, we do have clients that know all of us they yeah. know they've had because relationships in the past so whether you're communicating with them or not doesn't mean that you're trying to steal them you're just having a communication with them and you know wishing them uh, happy thanksgiving or ha- you know that's too. that, mm-hmm. you that don't, sorry you don't do that you don't cross that line so no how about it's wish all happy about thanksgiving or <laughs> nothing you shouldn't communicate with anyone well, else you know what? but if they have if they if the client <laughs> is communicating with us and there's a previous relationship why wouldn't you nurture that because you know Agents come and go. They may, you know, fire me this week and then they'll go to Leo the next week because they already had a relationship. I can't That's change that, you know. But when a relationship starts because of the show, that's completely different. So you're saying this is a different situation altogether. Where 100%. There's, okay, so there's somebody totally crossing who's, the line. Look, who's somebody a, on Team Relegance who's texting one of your clients that absolutely. could possibly try to, okay. The, unless you have an exclusive right to represent, which yeah. is a car form. Yeah. You know, clients are going to do what they're going to do and agents are going to do well, what they're going to do. Well, oftentimes clients have several agents not yeah. knowing that they're all showing the same well, thing. Well, most of the developers exactly. in town oh, have sure. all of us. They'll go with yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They have 20 yeah. agents yeah. I mean, that they're yeah. working That's with. That's the tough so. part of real estate. Right. It comes with it. So. What, yeah. was, what was the toughest part of the show? Like, uh, it's, it's a lot of your personal lives. It's a lot of, like, your work. Mm-hmm. And edited, mm-hmm. and we were talking earlier, Leo, that there's a lot that they aren't showing right. that they're yeah. probably not going to show because there's a lot more taping time versus airtime. So, how did that go for you guys? Well, I'll tell you <laughs> that I think the the production company did an excellent job mm-hmm. on, um, you know, making us feel very comfortable. Yeah, job, I mean, girl. I don't know how many of us, you know, were really around cameras mm-hmm. and mics and, and before, lights and all that yeah. prior to this, mm-hmm. but they made us feel very comfortable through mm-hmm. the whole process. And natural. And, yeah. and I'll tell you, like, like the first day we, we started filming, you know, we were all nervous and yeah. like, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And, and I noticed that as we progressed through the episodes, we became very loose. Yeah. We saw everybody forget. just kind of loosen mm-hmm. up. And uh, that was due to the production company making us feel very comfortable. Yeah, they did a great job. I I agree. I think that none of us had any experience with this before. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were super professional. But I also think that we took, um, at least our team, Relegance team group, we, we... supported each other so we had a lot of fun with it we had on you the know, beginning yeah, well, on the beginning yeah, then we kind no, of we still, we still love each oh. other right <laughs> but no i think that was You're supposed that to answer was that sparrow yes on, yes, sparrow. Okay. yes okay <laughs> the answer is yes yeah. yes <laughs> i think the toughest part honestly was time management yeah, yeah. you know it took a lot away from you what know family do. time mm-hmm. and what we actually do mm-hmm. and you know i've got developments I've got clients. Mm-hmm. I've got a family first and foremost, mm-hmm. um, and managing all of those relationships, and then having to film for six, seven hours at a yeah. time. 
it takes a lot out of you. It does. Um, so time management, for me anyways, speaking personally, was the, the toughest part. The of, toughest part. Yeah. I just stacked more hours on my day. Yeah. yeah. I, took, Sleep I made less. it the best, and I, I looked at it as an amazing opportunity, and yeah. I was willing to make the Without sacrifice. Yeah. So. Without a doubt. Was there anything you would or did do differently because the cameras were rolling? No. I mean, no. Every, everybody that's watched it that so. I've run into. Is there anything like, I would have done differently? You're no, like that the most organic guy on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like everyone that's seen it is like that's like, you. It's like you. Were you're you not trying. More aggressive, Spiro, less aggressive. I know that you're you on the show, yeah. and because I've met you outside of the show. Yeah, that's who we are. Yeah. Like it or not, yeah. yeah. Everybody's gonna like right. you, and you're yeah. not in the business to be liked by everybody. Sure. Yeah. Because you know, uh, I have to be congruent to who I am. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I have to be true to myself. I have no filter. I think everybody got picked for certain reasons. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, uh, you know, you've got the young guns over there that, you know, and Hunter that, <laughs> that look good in a suit and you've got uh, the old dogs and you've got the friction, the, the, yeah. the drama. Mm-hmm. And everybody got picked for a certain spot. They had the vision. Yeah. Uh, mine is I have no filter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm pretty easy to look at for age 60. And, for age, any age. You know, yeah. And, and I, you if know, you can't say, say what so it yourself, pat <laughs> <laughs> yourself on the back. No, you were totally yourself, I have to say. And even I don't know the uh, everybody on the McMonigals team, but I know that we were all pretty much ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that that comes across when people we are doing it. We didn't do anything different than who we are. Yeah. And that's what we wanted to do. You know, our brand was about not trying to be TV stars, mm-hmm. but having the outside world take a look at. What it was not like. knowing how, we, how many how we operate yeah. how we you know? do how we do things and, and who we, we are mm-hmm. yeah you know and, and I've always said that uh, I would have done this for free I would have paid yeah them to do it sure. because I was a little afraid that it there might goes our contract for next <laughs> I know <season. laughs> <laughs> I was, he didn't mean that that was a temporary okay, I'm sorry yeah. no, but <laughs> my point is that uh, I was afraid say, that it was a typical my, reality yeah. show yeah. that is based on drama but it's not right. it's based on a congruent way of how we do business right. we like each other but yeah. we also have a lot of friction um, I mean when we see each other on the street there's no animosity no. Uh, no. everything was there's kept, no hair pulling no no <laughs> no drink in each other's face and call that uh, you know yeah. a drama. I think that that was a production team though too. They, they wanted to it. make mm-hmm. it authentic, and everything is above and the waist. Did. Yeah, you know right. everybody deserves shots. Yeah, we can if, if take shots so. at everybody. Yeah. Okay. it's how you take mm-hmm. the shots. Yeah. In this business, you have to have thick skin. Thick skin. Yeah. And and we made right. fun of it throughout the the filming of this uh, you know all these episodes mm-hmm. in the season. But you got to have thick skin no matter what. And if you're going to yeah. get into this, and if if you're going to try to Go up the scale in this business. Your thin has you to be to really. Have, you gotta have thick, you gotta have thick skin and a bigger. strong stomach. What yep. What is the hardest part about having done this? Was it tw- the tweets or the fan reaction? Did you guys get a lot of backlash? I didn't really like, even follow it because I didn't want to follow what Twitter or no. I mean, I didn't. I I wasn't. I haven't been looking at what people really post mm-hmm. about it because I know what we did and that was authentic. It mm-hmm. was good. We did it for different reasons, but you know, people will have their opinions, good or bad. Yeah. But we can't change what we did and how the show came about. And so we feel it good is what about it, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we all yeah. feel. So I there think was, it was nothing that I think was hard about it. People on my social media yeah. are loving it. Yeah. I think they love the show. And they'll be haters, yeah. no matter what. If I, if I can cure cancer and say, how dare you take work from these doctors? Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, that that could yeah. be the you case. You know, no right. matter what. So just be who you are. I, so uh, far, the feedback's been really good. Yeah. Um, you know, the one thing that I wish. I would have done is try for more camera time, mm-hmm. you know, so that you'd be a little bit more out there. Got but it. in general, but it's not up to us. No, well, you know, so really loves it. let's talk about camera time. Who do you think got too much camera time that didn't need it? <laughs> Jojo. 
<laughs> Jojo I and want Kylie. you guys to be yeah. John. John's got way, and I, Kylie I got way too much. I, I love Kylie. I yeah. do. You I know, Jojo was fun, yeah. actually. It was just a lot. You think she got more camera time than her, than, than was, you found interesting? Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. But, Jeez. I mean, look at the premise of the show. The show, I think, uh, morphed into... A drama who's gonna get Michael as a client. And I still don't know if Michael is all that worth all the hassle that <laughs> yeah. everybody put in. Yeah. I think he's a new girl on, on, the, on the block and, and all of a sudden you take off the makeup and it's a different girl. <laughs> Michael's working with all uh, of us. You know, yeah. uh, that's yeah. the bottom line. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. I think yeah. there, there was a little bit too much yet? emphasis yeah. on who's gonna get Michael. Uh, yeah, I think that that was, they, they tried to create this um, story, the about story one between, between John mm-hmm. and Jojo and their mm-hmm. past mm-hmm. and I think they were just continuously spinning on that. And I think JoJo got a lot of um, airtime because she has an interesting personality. And, mm-hmm. you know, she was filming a lot of her personal stuff, which some of us didn't. I didn't do any of my personal yeah. stuff by choice. So, Well, it's sort of more, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. You show more of your personal life, you might get more camera time, and then you get more show. headache. People you know? want to see. I mean, it, it just, everybody has different personalities, and they have different comfort levels of mm-hmm. how much of that that you want to show. And yeah. really, to you know, protect my family from that. Yeah. And I did, too, and Look, I, that's why I didn't choose uh, to do Apollo that. Apollo was so. going to get an agent next year. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I think, I think that, that they, they were setting up the platform uh-huh. for the season, and I think they did a, a great job. Yep. I mean, there's people that watch it, and they're like, anxious to for next week mm-hmm. they want to know what what's going to happen yeah. with jojo and what is she what is she going to say is kylie going to come back and, is yeah. she yeah. not no <laughs> everyone's like everyone's like i hope she yeah. stays in yeah. you wherever she's at she's yeah. 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 stay out there i don't yeah. want her to come back it's okay. yeah, she's got such a nasty mouth well, wow <laughs> that's great that's great so what is something that you think um they learn about you or you hope that they learn about each one of you doing this show you know well, I think that, you know, I'm willing to sacrifice for my client to get mm-hmm. the deal done. Mm-hmm. You know, my obligation is not necessarily to the brokerage, it's to my client. Is that sort of the feedback that you get from people who've watched you? So everybody that's watched me said, look, you did the right thing. Yeah. You know, it may not have been the right thing for the brokerage, mm-hmm. but in general, you, you know, I got right four thing. deals out of that. Uh-huh. You know, sacrificing that one yeah. because I invested in my client. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I think every agent in their career um, that's not at the level that John's at does it. Yeah. And the feedback has been really good about that. I mean, mm-hmm. I get recognized all the time, like yeah, Ikea sure. or you know, Gelson's Market or whatever, and mm-hmm. people say, you're that guy. You did the right thing. Yeah. And that's nice. Yeah. You know, and I have other nice. cast members. You know, Sparrow, I consider a very close friend. Yeah. You know, who calls me personally or texts me and says, hey, here's the deal. And he's always got mm-hmm. my back. So. Yeah. Um, I think one difference, I think that John is a little different than the rest of the team on that regard. I don't agree with one what John said. He said, it's all about the spin and putting a client into a property that he might not want. Mm. And that's polar opposite of what I think a lot of us feel. It's not Absolutely. about the spin. Well, I think we it's, want, it's, you can't sell something we to somebody who doesn't want it. We don't want to put somebody in no. something. I just wrote an article for Inman, mm-hmm. um, and it's all about relationship where I said, I'm not in the business of selling real estate. I'm the business of developing relationship, and mm-hmm. the real estate will follow. It's on sparekimble.com. Sparekimble.com, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but it, we're in the relationship of building we're in the business of building a relationship. Uh, I, I feel like I'm in the in the business of not only building relationships, but I, the only thing I can do is deliver a lifestyle. Right. Yeah. Because that's what we're selling. Mm-hmm. We're, at this level, we're selling a lifestyle. But if you we're know the lifestyle. clients personally, if you have a relationship, you can fit the property into what they want. Hundred percent. Rather than putting a spin on it and making a client buy something, I will they never might do that. that. But contextually, with that, 
just with that comment. Spiritkimbo.com, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was a, that, was a, yeah, that was a development opportunity, okay, mm-hmm. where, you know, as a developer, as an agent, it's our obligation to say, look, here's the opportunity. Let me help guide you into that. The property itself may not be what you want as far as the house that's on it. But we can create something out of it. Hey, I yeah, love so you, brother. But you're barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. <laughs> it's it. It's all about the spin. And just come on. Don't drink the Kool Aid. Be objective. So what oh. you're saying is they said it's all about the spin. Not you're they. saying it's yeah. not, no, they. not they. Somebody. No, no, no. John, John said John about the spin. Said mm-hmm. on TV it's all about the spin. And you're Put saying it's about the relationship. It's about the relationship yeah. and finding out what's best for the client. You okay? can't you can't sell a house to somebody that they don't love. You just yeah. you know unless it's an investment opportunity. Well, I guess at the end of the the season you can see what both teams are like, see what each one of you individually are like, and choose who you want to work with. And that's got to right. be great for each of your Absolutely. business. So yeah. what's a cliffhanger? Can you share with us? I can't. I, it's funny. I saw the, the finale already, but you guys haven't. So ha. No, uh-huh. But it's really good. So, uh-huh. It's nice. good. Who we're shot JR? We're, yeah. we're hoping John for a shot? season two. John, <laughs> he did clutch his chest for a little bit, and then that went black. So that's the ending. The, uh-huh. the whole, he clutched his chest, and the scene went black. Okay, is John yeah. coming back? Is, it, <laughs> is John coming back? Do they, let um, me ask you, do they leave you wanting more? Yeah. You're, you're kind good. of left with a good, solid, listen to me telling you guys how your show ended. Yeah. Um, but you're season ended but I think that what what you see is there's a genuine relationships between all of you whether it's good or bad they show it and there's a real different philosophy in, in each of you you know if you I can sale. mention one thing mm-hmm. here we we did an exercise toward the end we did a mud run uh-huh. in, <laughs> in Corona on yeah, a I'm really that wasn't uh, it, and mm-hmm. it was <laughs> 10 of us and at that point we were still kind of you know uh, a, a, con- a contrived kind yeah. of two teams however after the mud run uh, it was really a genuine. People were cheering for each other. People yeah. were help. You know, I have two uh, hip replacements, four knee operations, five <laughs> back operations. You know, I'm a walking, you know, surgery, mm-hmm. and everybody helped me get Which through. Which is great. Uh, yeah. Everybody was cheering for you, mm-hmm. and was actually genuine. And, and I, I think like that, that that's with the Relegance group too. We we, we are t- we were very switch. team oriented, yeah. and I, I feel like I was. Uh, portrayed I feel and my clients have said you're a team player yeah. you were there supporting them you didn't need to be the the big the, fa- the main face right. of the show you, you were there supportive yeah. while doing business and and that's exactly how I feel that I conduct my well business. I would like each of you to tell the audience listening where they can find you and um, hope for a second season because the season finale is a really good one so Let's start with you, Elisa. Okay, elisastoll.com or lovecdm.com. Those are my websites. Love CDM. Love CDM. Okay. Spiritkimble.com. Dot com. Spiritkimble.com. And uh, uh, make sure you write in for Apollo. Apollo. He, he gave me instructions when I left. He said, dude, mention me. Okay. Hi, Apollo. Apollo. So here's a shout out to you. We'll Leo Goldschwartz at uh, leogoldschwartz.com. And all my social media, same name, same Leo Goldschwartz. Yep. So Drew D'Angelo on Facebook, Drew D'Angelo on Instagram, and then www.themcmonagleteam.com. Drew D'Angelo. You got it. Are you finished? How about <laughs> Drew DrewKoolay.com. FR.ca. Thank you guys for being here. It's it, you know it's a really great season finale. It was a great team, and I, I'm kind of glad that they showed teams. I'm glad they showed females in it, yes. and your families and and all of the time management and stuff. It's not just about you know good looking men in suits in big cities selling and you women. know. And women. Well, it, it's historically been a lot yeah. of like male oriented for sure, like, uh, for sure, and it's nice to see families and. 
dogs and women and all of that selling real estate. Right. So, well, <laughs> there are more women selling real estate than men. Of so course, I'm but, glad yeah. that they portrayed us yes. as hardworking women. Exactly. And, it, it takes a lot of effort, especially when you're you have kids. Yeah. And, to, and I'm to glad that they showed that, that side of things. You know. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Nobody works part time. At least no, not on I, our team. Again, <laughs> two months ago, I wrote an article that said, "Stop being a hobbyist." Mm-hmm. You know, would you go to a part-time doctor, doctor, mm-hmm. part-time lawyer? No. Why would you go to a part-time realtor? Oh, by the way, I right. dabble real estate. Uh, let me show you some right. properties. Yeah. Don't be a hobbyist. Yeah. You know, commit to your craft. And I'm the most outspoken uh, voice for our yes, CAR, yeah. mm-hmm. California Association of Realtors, because mm-hmm. we have too many. We have too much too many delusion. Part-time. Yeah. And take your job serious. It's yeah. easier. It's harder to get a cosmetology license yeah. than it is to get a real estate license, which mm-hmm. should be much yeah. harder yeah. to get. Yeah. We're so. dealing with people's help. biggest asset. Yeah, Let's sure. pretend we care. Exactly. Yeah, we do. On that note, thank you all for being here. Thank you. Thank you, you. Thank you, you, you got it. it. You guys were fun. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.